Welcome to Northern Nevada Green Living Podcast, where we support your quest for a happier, healthier, planet-friendly life that supports you, your family, and community. This show is produced by Go Green Locally, a nonprofit resource supporting eco-conscious choices at the local level. GoGreenLocally.org is where you can connect to the Northern Nevada Online Green Hub to find or share with six different directories for local events, projects, groups, nonprofits, businesses, online resources, or promotions. Visit the Hub today to sign up for email subscriptions, where monthly we send you the list of local events and any local green promotions that have been shared in the directory. Events, whether they are virtual or in-person, are a great way to support your greener lifestyle and ways to make our communities more sustainable and eco-friendly. Today on our podcast, I had the pleasure of speaking with three individuals from Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation, which is located in Reno, Nevada. Matt DeBray is the communications manager. After serving with Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation with AmeriCorps Vista in 2017, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> he worked to promote, excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, um, he worked to promote AmeriCorps programs throughout Nevada for four years and is excited to be back at the place that started his journey in the nonprofit world. Matt studied radio television production at the University of Montana and brings over a decade of experience to the communications team. Julie Johnson is the Students Stewards Program Outreach Coordinator. Julie is a Nevada local and earned her bachelor's degree in journalism from UNR. She is passionate about community outreach, stewardship, marketing, and is thrilled to be a part of the Truckee Meadows Foundation team. Caroline still Stilitano is the Community Engagement Coordinator. Caroline received her bachelor's degree in environmental science from the University of Michigan in 2021. Working with Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation allows her to follow her passion for environmental justice through expanding access to the outdoors for low-income individuals while applying her previous volunteer engagement experience. Thank you all for being here. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having us. Yeah, so I'm very excited to speak with you and learn more about Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation and all that you have going on. To begin with, what inspired each of you to do the work that you're doing now? And maybe we'll start with you, Caroline. Personally, I'm very passionate about environmental justice. As you mentioned in my intro, um, I was originally attracted to the community engagement coordinator position with Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation because of its connection with the National Park Services initiative called Healthy Parks, Healthy People. Um, Healthy Parks, Healthy People is a global movement that harnesses the power of parks and public lands as a health resource and enhances the economic well-being and resilience of local communities. So as a community engagement coordinator, I have the opportunity to get people from marginalized communities more involved with their public spaces that have been historically excluded from stuff like outdoor recreation like that. So that's what inspired me. And um, how about you, Julie? Yeah, so I'm a Reno local. I grew up in the community. Um, so I would, I guess I'm just really passionate about getting people outside. And a part of my position as student sewers outreach coordinator is getting um, STEM-based education in Title I schools. So I have a hand in helping kids um, discover the amazing wonders of the outdoors. And I hopefully want to spark their own passions for science and sustainability. So 
Nice, nice. And uh, last but not least, uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been a uh, big proponent of outdoor spaces and being outside pretty much my whole life. I grew up with a lot of access to the outdoors and uh, being able to tell people about green spaces in their own communities and how to really see them from a different light and get the most out of them is something that I've always found really uh, interesting. And it's a really cool way to use what I know in communications to promote the outdoors and get people outside and really involved with their community through that uh, means. Nice. Nice. And and I would just say it's like such a, a perfect time to really help people reach out to parks because, you know, certainly with, with the uh, pandemic and people feeling a lot more hemmed in for almost two years now, it's just seems like such a wonderful organization to really help the community in so many different ways. So could each of you maybe share a different aspect of the work that Trekkie Meadows Parks Foundation does for our parks and for our community? So I'll just let me, Matt, you want to start? Yeah, so um, we really work to uh, promote one of those things that Caroline said, the uh, healthy parks, healthy people. Um, a lot of our programs focus on getting people outside, getting them involved with their parks and uh, really promoting that fact that if you're outside um, and keeping your green spaces healthy, it really affects the health of the community and it gets people up and active and moving and allows them to experience all the benefits of being outdoors. So we do a lot of really cool programs that focus on getting people outdoors. We do a lot of partnerships with groups that work to make spaces more accessible and really just work to make our communities healthier through the use of parks. And I think that's one of the most important things that we do. Nice. Uh, Julie? Yeah, so a lot of my position is working with schools and the younger population in Reno and Sparks. And I think it's really important at a young age to be exposed to the outdoors and like what they have to offer and different science-based programs. And I think that exposing children, especially at like, as a young age to like, like how amazing the outdoors are, like can establish a connection for like a lifelong connection, which I think is an important part of preserving public lands and open spaces for the future generations. So are there any kind of programs I'm curious that help kids maybe get from like a more of an inner city area out to like where some of them maybe parks that are around the city that might be more naturalized? I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, so we offer a, a variety of different programs. So the majority of schools that we work with are Title I. So they're usually in lower income communities in Reno and Sparks. And then we usually go to a local park and do a lesson and that exposes them to like outdoor spaces. But we also have a junior naturalist program, which is open to the public. It's free and um, kids can come in and we have different themes for each month and it encourages them to like get outside and it's really fun. Nice. Cool. So um, how about you, uh, Caroline, what are some of your, um, some of the aspects you'd like to share? Yeah, so I'm the community engagement coordinator, which means I like deal with a lot of our amazing volunteers. So um, I just wanted to share a little bit about our volunteer opportunities. We have something called the Doggy Ambassador Project, which is where we have people come and help keep our public parks free of dog waste. Our history researchers who provide valuable data on the history of our parks our biodiversity content specialists, and our phenology observers and participation observers. Those phenology and participation observers 
contribute to vital research efforts at the Rosewood Nature Study Area. And all of our volunteers are so appreciated and absolutely vital to our mission. So I just want to encourage anyone interested to check out our volunteer page and come get involved. So the thing that you just mentioned, could you explain that a little bit, the phenology? Yeah, so I actually just got trained in the phenology and precipitation loops today. Um, Basically, we have volunteers who will come in the morning. I think it's once a month as well, but I feel like it might be more. So so start from the beginning, like, um, can you explain what that is? Phenology is the study of cyclic and seasonal natural phenomena, especially in relation to climate and plant and animal life. So basically our phenology trackers will come to the Rosewood Nature Study Area and they participate in a phenology loop. And um, they basically have different species of trees and plants that they, ob- that they observe. Um, some of them are invasive species and they're checking on those. And then some of them are the native species and most of them are the native ones because we're trying to track the health of those plants. So basically at one station you go up and you would track whether or not there's new growth, new leaves, fresh buds, fallen leaves, new fruit growth, fallen fruit growth. Um, and just they come throughout the year so we can see the health of the plants and how they're changing throughout the seasonal seasons. And then um, our precipitation observers are also vital to our organization and our research at the Rosewood Nature Study Area. So the precipitation observers also come to the Rosewood Nature Study Area and they follow the precipitation loop where we have five stations to measure different um, rain and snow precipitation throughout the year using the Community Collaborative Rain, Hail and Snow Network, Cocoa Raws. So they're using... And this is being done mainly at the Rosewood um, Nature Center, that area, or not nature center, but the study area. Yes, um, the precipitation and phenology happens at the Rosewood Nature Study area. And then phenology also takes place at our Idlewild Park location um, because it's very important to track the phenology of plants all over the area so we can get a better idea of the biodiversity and health of the ecosystem. Nice. Nice. Do they ever do what um, I guess they're calling it in some areas a bio blitz where, you know, they're kind of, you know, seeing what little wildlife. Yeah. So we're actually having a bio blitz for MLK day. A bio blitz is basically, it's like a a quick survey of biodiversity in a certain area. Um, And ours is not so scientific that, um, it needs to be really like you need to be really qualified to do it. It's ours is more just like getting so just like getting people involved in community science. Nice. And then are we going to be kind of like tracking that over a period of time so we can kind of know when we're on the right track in terms of um, helping to expand biodiversity and increase the health and restore these areas? Yeah, we have like a large database here at the Rosewood Nature Study Area that houses all the precipitation and phenology um, information that our volunteers collect. So it's really good to see how that changes over the years, especially with um, the changing climate that's coming with climate change. So, yeah. Nice. Um, I'm curious, do you, as an organization, as an organization also have like a database of native trees and shrubs and, and things of that sort? So if people want to plant more of things like that in their yards to support biodiversity, do you have good information like that? We definitely promote local biodiversity through a lot of ways. Um, we talk about it in 
the things that come into our local parks. And then there are examples of what you can do at home in a, in a couple of our parks. Uh, at the Rosewood Nature Study area, we have a pollinator garden. So that's one of the things that is super easy for people to do at home. Uh, they can see what plants we have in our pollinator garden, which are all native or naturalized to the area. And those are things that you could plant in your own home and they'll uh, encourage pollinators, which help uh, with the biodiversity of our area and really uh, spreading native plants. And you know, pollinators are just good for everyone. You know, that's one of the things that we're really <laughs> happy to promote. We try to talk about native species, plants, and uh, naturalized species whenever we do any of our public walks um, as part of our interpretation just so people know the importance of their, the native plants and animals around us. And, um, you know, you walk by things like sagebrush every day, but you might not know how important it is to the biodiversity of our area. So we really try to promote those things to the public when we talk to them and uh, really get that information out as uh, interact with the public. We also have an, um, what's called an herbarium collection in the Rosewood Nature Study area. And it's basically native and invasive species of pressed plants. And so when people visit the nature study area, they can see which plants are invasive and which are um, native. And it's kind of a cool visual. Yeah, I would imagine a lot of people don't know what's an invasive, I think, unless you really study that. Okay, so um, I feel like this goes to the last yeah. question. So um, Turkey Meadows Parks Foundation offers a variety of opportunities for community involvement, such as our Truckee Meadows Trails Challenge, which is a goal-oriented program that encourages our participants to get out and hike and explore our local trails. We also have the Defen Dementia Friendly Nature Walk, which happens every Tuesday at Idlewild Park, which is aimed at people living with dementia and their caregivers. We also have our Discover Your Parks walks, which run from April through September and are free guided hikes through our local parks and open spaces. And then we're about to start up our annual winter walk series, which is a self-guided walk through our parks that runs from January through March and has little scavenger hunts and warm drinks and treats. So come one and come all. Very nice. So tell us a little bit about all of the exciting plans and work going on at the, the Rosewood Nature Study Area. So the Rosewood Nature Study Area is a really cool project that we're super excited to be a part of and really taking the lead on. It's restoring a former wetland into its natural habitat. Um, wetlands are <clears throat> essential to the health of uh, the ecosystem around here, and they're one of those things that uh, people don't realize how big of an impact a wetland has. There's so much impact from a wetland that there's laws against wetlands having to be restored if uh, anything disrupts their area. So that's part of why we're here. Uh, when they constructed uh, veterans, it cut through some wetland areas. And uh, because of this no net loss wetlands laws, we were uh, able to take on the project and help to restore this to its uh, natural habitat. So um, it's really important to have them and really important to uh, protect and promote them to the public. Um, and so that's one of the big things about uh, Rosewood that we're able to do. Right now, people are able to take a, uh, we have part of our trail open, we don't have the full trail system open, but it's still a, a decent walk through the wetlands. Um, and you're able to see a lot of really cool birds. If you're into bird watching, there's a lot of native plants. Um, there's also a lot of invasive plants. Uh, it's going to be something that 
we're going to be uh, work to uh, maintain and control for as long as we <laughs> are in existence. Unfortunately, some of the invasives are so prevalent that uh, they'll never go away. And so we're just going to have to do our best the whole time where uh, this project is going and the whole time the nature study area is around to prevent them from ever becoming more of a nuisance than they already are. But we're, it's, if you've ever wanted to see kind of like what a park in progress is, it's really cool opportunity to come down here because we've gone from having a area that wasn't open to the public, that wasn't able for people to enjoy, uh, to something that you can walk around and see different points now. And then as it grows, we're going to be able to have an outdoor classroom for students in the area. We're going to have interpretive signs to really inform people about the importance of wetlands in the history of the area. Uh, we're doing a lot of projects that focus on that knowledge of wetlands and their impact on the Truckee Meadows. And it's a really cool thing that over the next couple of years, you'll get to see evolve and grow into a really valuable resource for the public. Did it re also replace some of, I guess, what the, was used to be a golf course? Yes, it used to be a golf course, but that was, I think they closed, I can't even remember how many years ago, but there's still, still a couple remnants of past life. But for the most part, if you are out here today, unless you knew it was a golf course, you would never really know it was a golf course. So it's, I know like when you, when you go down Veterans Parkway area, um, is it in like the bike paths and things like that? Is that kind of connected with the nature study area or is it, they're kind of separate? Uh, the bike path isn't associated with us. We are just our little nature study area, which does uh, encompass the footprint of the old Rosewood Lakes golf course. So on the property itself, it's foot traffic only just because we're trying to restore all the native habitat that we can. And uh, so we're not allowing bikes or uh, dogs or anything like that. It's just the uh, foot traffic only situation just for the health of the uh, environment. Yeah. So I'd like to ask about the AmeriCorps program, and is that also available to local students, college or university students that maybe want to think about participating in the summertime? Yeah, so at least for my department in SSP and our student stewards program and the educational side of things, we do accept quarter term AmeriCorps members which basically means that they start in the in mid-May and then they're done towards the end of August. But yeah, so basically they the state national AmeriCorps members will work with our programming and put on summer camp for for the Reno Sparks community like a at a very low cost. Um, yep, just like a day camp. It's science camp, basically. <laughs> yeah, student stewards summer science camp. Um, but yeah, so AmeriCorps offers different term length. So like I'm an AmeriCorps VISTA, but I'm, my term length is a year where um, I know another person that could be a half term or quarter. Nice. So they're looking often it's bringing in science majors, I'm guessing. Yeah. Environmental science, conservation, I would say, yeah, biology <laughs> degrees. 
I would say the majority of that, but we are currently looking for naturalist educators for this, for the quarter term for the summer season. If anyone's interested. Yeah. If you're interested, go to the website and under the about us tab and join the team tab, you'll find the AmeriCorps positions that are recruiting and the naturalist educator is an awesome position. Great. So I know you have a number of different types of parks, and I think, Caroline, you touched on it a little bit, like you know, the dog park and pickleball and uh, one of the other ones. Do you want to go into that a little bit? Because I'm not sure everybody knows about all the parks that are available around the area. So those are our, all of those fall under uh, things that we're helping with fiscal sponsorship for different projects. So part of what we do, we work with local organizations who are looking to improve and increase access to some parks or one of those, the biggest little dog park was something that we helped with from ground level. There wasn't a dog park in downtown Reno and group of citizens who lived around that area wanted one. So we worked with them to make it happen through fiscal sponsorship and advocacy and stuff like that. That's what a lot of our projects outside of the stuff we do with education and taking people on guided walks and hikes focus on a lot of things like that. Um, The newest one up there that we're working on is the Tahoe Meadows access ramp. Currently the boardwalk system at up in Tahoe Meadows has a super, super steep staircase. Uh, to get down to it. And so that's really inaccessible for those who are in wheelchairs or families with young kids who need to be in strollers. And it's just kind of a very, it's hard for people to get down to those boardwalks. And we want to make sure that everyone who wants to go up there can enjoy that space. So we're working with a group to hopefully get an access ramp down to those boardwalks so everyone can enjoy it. So that's kind of uh, what those projects focus on. Nice. So it sounds like a really excellent resource for community groups, as well as I'm, I'm guessing like those community groups don't necessarily have to be formal, right? Because as a fiscal sponsor, you're helping maybe smaller organizations that don't want to have to deal with all the paperwork, but you're really helping them to receive the funds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there, there's uh, several of those groups that are just, I mean, uh, one or two of them were just a group of people living in a neighborhood who saw that they wanted their park to be improved and got together and we worked with them, really helped make it happen through fiscal sponsorship and uh, advocacy work. I'm curious, do you have any community gardens or anything as part of any of the park? So as far as community gardens go, I know there is one at Teglia's Paradise Park. I'm not 100% sure on who's in charge of it or anything like that, um, but I do know there's one there. And then there is the Rose Garden at Idlewild, which I do know community volunteers take care of and stuff like that. Um, And so do you guys want to tell us a little bit about membership? Like I know I was reading on your website that you have some um, programs that require membership and then you kind of participate with the hikes and interpretive um, study kind of hikes. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. So um, we have a lot of free programming. Most of our programming is free, but the one paid program that we offer is the Truckee Meadows Trails Challenge, which is basically... um, you pay $40 for a year-long subscription to the 
TMTC, like the whole challenge bundle, which includes um, one guided hike a month where you learn about the history, biodiversity, and everything else about a park. And um, then you also get a trail log where you can log your miles for how much you hike during the year independently. And then you submit that trail log back to us at the end of the year and you get different levels of prizes depending on how many miles you've hiked. So it's really fun. Right now during the holiday season, we're offering a little holiday bundle with our um, TMTC registration, which is $75, which includes the registration and then a hat and a Sierra Nevada field guide. And I think that's it. Well, one of the um, one of the other things I wanted to just compliment your organization on is you have a really excellent uh, blog. And um, I'm guessing, do you have like a number of writers that are doing some of the articles there? Because they're just really informative. It definitely show a lot of um, time and energy has gone into it. So our blog, we work with everyone throughout our organization to uh, really contribute to it. So anyone who is a part of Trekking Meadows Parks Foundation has the ability and is encouraged to write a blog for us. Then we've also had blogs from our partner organizations and other members in the community. And that's just kind of uh, one of those ways that we're trying to stay active and involved and really inform the community about how much is going on in the outdoor space. There's a lot of things that are happening from uh, just knowing how to properly advocate for a park, which uh, was what our blog this last week was on. Um, we've touched on being an AmeriCorps member. Julie's actually currently writing a blog on uh, skiing and that kind of stuff. And it's, we really want to show the diversity of the ways you can use your parks and get involved in the outdoor environment in our community. That's great. Yeah, I was also um, impressed because there's like every such a range of, you know, how to live sustainably to, yeah, just everything that you mentioned. So it's kind of a nice, nice range of different things to find there. Is there anything else that you guys would like to share specifically that maybe I haven't asked about that you want to make sure you mention? I mean, I think uh, just one of the important things for everyone is just to know that there are so many parks around here and so many ways to enjoy them. You know, one of the really cool things about our programming, whether it's getting children out into their local parks through our student stewards programming, all the way to the general public through our Discovery Parks Walks and Trails Challenge, and then even those who are you know, living with dementia and their care partners through our Idlewild Health Walks, you really get a different perspective about the parks that you that you go to. I know before I started at Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation, one of the things that's like you see a park and, you know, you look at it and you don't see much more than swings and slides and just some green space. But the more you know about your park, the more you see that it is a valuable resource for the community and they are something that need to be advocated for and need to be shown as a resource for a community and something that's important to have in a community is these parks and green spaces. Do you have any um, kind of so, like audio, like self-tour aspects of your parks? It's like, can somebody like go to an app and visit a park and, you know, learn about a park through, through an audio tour essentially? 
big dream down the road. That'd be nice. But the only thing that's kind of similar to that that we have is we do make in the gap in between where our uh, Discovery Parks walks begin and end. So this time from October to March space where we don't do our Thursday walks, we'll be doing a park of the week video on our YouTube channel, but that's just a short little minute long video that shows you a little bit of highlights of these parks and hopefully inspires you to uh, go out and visit them. Oh, nice. Nice. That's great. So what is, um, so let's share like different ways that people can learn more about your organization. So you mentioned the YouTube channel. What is the name of that uh, YouTube channel? Uh, if you search Trucking Meadows Parks that's Foundation, uh, that'll be us. Our uh, Facebook is also TM Parks Foundation. And because of character limits on Twitter, we are TM Parks Found. Uh, our Instagram is TM Parks Foundation. Well, thank you. Thank you all for taking the time to share that. Uh, your your organization really does a lot of things and it's really such a, a lovely resource for the entire for the entire area and for all the people. So uh, I thank you on behalf of all the people for all the different ways that you're serving our community. For details and links mentioned in today's episode, please check out the show notes. Also, if you haven't already, subscribe at gogreenlocally.org to receive local green event monthly emails to help you stay informed about events going on in your area.